Good evening and welcome. To open our meeting tonight, Lil, will you please announce the first hymn? Hymn number 418. Oh, the clanging bells of time, night and day they never cease. We are wearied with their chime, for they do not bring us peace. And we hush our breath to hear, and restrain our eyes to see if thy shores are drawing near. Eternity, eternity. Hymn number 418.
you would like to follow along with our readings tonight, uh, please go to our website, and on the home page, you will see the link to the live broadcast. Click on that, and then look for the place that says, click here for the text of the Wednesday readings. Our theme for tonight is, Eternity is God's measurement of soul-filled years. A quote from Mary Baker Eddy. And the readings will now be given by Gary. I will read from the Bible. Psalms. Lord, thou hast been our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were brought forth, or ever thou hadst formed the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. For a thousand years in thy sight are but as yesterday when it is past, and as a watch in the night. Proverbs The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, before his works of old, I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning, or ever the earth was. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains abounding with water, before the mountains were settled, before the hills was I brought forth. While as yet he had not made the earth, nor the fields, nor the highest part of the dust of the world. When he prepared the heavens, I was there. When he set a compass upon the face of the depth, when he established the clouds above, when he strengthened the fountains of the deep, when he gave to the sea his decree, that the waters should not pass his commandment. When he appointed the foundations of the earth, then I was by him, as one brought up with him, and I was daily his delight, rejoicing always before him, rejoicing in the habitable part of his earth, and my delights were with the sons of men. Genesis. And Enoch lived sixty and five years, and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years. And Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Job Behold, God is mighty, and despiseth not any. He is mighty in strength and wisdom. He withdraweth not his eyes from the righteous, but with kings are they on the throne. 
Yea, he doth establish them forever, and they are exalted. If they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasures. Matthew. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Then said Jesus unto his disciples, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And every one that hath forsaken houses, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my name's sake, shall receive an hundredfold, and shall inherit everlasting life. John. For I have not spoken of myself, but the Father which sent me, he gave me a commandment, what I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his commandment is life everlasting. Ephesians. I, therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called, with all lowliness and meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, that ye put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man, which, after God, is created in righteousness and true holiness. I will now read from Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures and from Prose Works, all by Mary Baker Eddy. Year, a solar measurement of time, mortality, space for repentance. One day is with the Lord as a thousand years. Second Peter. One moment of divine consciousness or the spiritual understanding of life and love is a foretaste of eternity. This exalted view obtained and retained when the science of being is understood would bridge over with life discerned spiritually the interval of death and man would be in the full consciousness of his immortality and eternal harmony 
where sin, sickness, and death are unknown. Time is a mortal thought, the divisor of which is the solar year. Eternity is God's measurement of soul-filled years. The measurement of life by solar years robs youth and gives ugliness to age. The radiant sun of virtue and truth coexists with being. Manhood is its eternal noon, undimmed by a declining sun. As the physical and material, the transient sense of beauty fades, the radiance of spirit should dawn upon the enraptured sense with bright and imperishable glories. Never record ages. Chronological data are no part of the vast forever. Timetables of birth and death are so many conspiracies against manhood and womanhood. Except for the error of measuring and limiting all that is good and beautiful, man would enjoy more than threescore years and ten and still maintain his vigor, freshness, and promise. Man, governed by immortal mind, is always beautiful and grand. Each succeeding year unfolds wisdom, beauty, and holiness. Life is eternal. We should find this out and begin the demonstration thereof. Life and goodness are immortal. Let us then shape our views of existence into loveliness, freshness, and continuity, rather than into age and blight. According to my calendar, God's time and mortals differ. The neophyte is inclined to be too fast or too slow. He works somewhat in the dark, and sometimes, out of season, he would replenish his lamp at the midnight hour and borrow oil of the more provident watcher. God is the fountain of light, and he illumines one's way when one is obedient. The disobedient make their moves before God makes his, or make them too late to follow him. Be sure that God directs your way. Then hasten to follow under every circumstance. Many sleep who should keep themselves awake and waken the world. Earth's actors change Earth's scenes 
and the curtain of human life should be lifted on reality, on that which outweighs time, on duty done and life perfected, wherein joy is real and fadeless. Who of the world's lovers ever found her true? It is wise to be willing to wait on God and to be wiser than serpents, to hate no man, to love one's enemies, and to square accounts with each passing hour. Then thy gain outlives the sun, for the sun shines but to show man the beauty of holiness and the wealth of love. Happiness consists in being and in doing good. Only what God gives and what we give ourselves and others through his tenure confers happiness. Conscious worth satisfies the hungry heart and nothing else can. St. Paul speaks of the new birth as waiting for the adoption, to wit, the redemption of our body. The great Nazarene prophet said, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Nothing aside from the spiritualization, yea, the highest Christianization of thought and desire, can give the true perception of God and divine science that results in health, happiness, and holiness. The new birth is not the work of a moment. It begins with moments and goes on with years. Moments of surrender to God, of childlike trust and joyful adoption of good. Moments of self-abnegation, self-consecration, heaven-born hope, and spiritual love. Time may commence, but it cannot complete the new birth. Eternity does this, for progress is the law of infinity. Only through the sore travail of mortal mind shall soul as sense be satisfied, and man awake in his likeness. What a faith-lighted thought is this, that mortals can lay off the old man until man is found to be the image of the infinite good that we name God and the fullness of the stature of man in Christ appears. We will now have a moment of silent prayer and then follow by repeating together the Lord's Prayer. 
Our Father, who wished art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Carol, will you please announce the next hymn? Hymn number 258. Off to every man and nation comes the moment to decide in the strife of truth with falsehood for the good or evil side. A great cause, God's new Messiah, shows to each the bloom or blight. So can choice be made by all men twixt the darkness and the light. Hymn number 258.
Good evening and welcome to our Wednesday testimony meeting from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. Everyone is welcome here. We have quite a wonderful outreach from our church, much of which is from our various websites, and many of them are in other foreign languages. And as a result, people across the globe have been able to find God's healing and inspired word, have found comfort and healing, have found our church. And indeed, we are very thankful for each and every one of you who have done so. And I would like to encourage everyone to browse through our websites. There's quite a lot of material that we offer. It comes free of charge. It also comes with the love of this church. And we know that we have heard from many who have felt God's comfort, comforting love and are very grateful for healing, inspiration, hope, and joy and everything they found in the material that we've offered. I'd like to point out one article that we're now featuring on the home page of our website. It's called, Casting Aside the Garment of Heaviness by Peter V. Ross. A very inspired article. I highly recommend it. <clears throat> uh, join us every Sunday. We start Sundays here at 10 o'clock in the morning with our roundtable discussion. We follow that with our church service at 11 o'clock. We also offer a Sunday school for children, which meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. We have a teleconference dedicated exclusively for the Sunday school. And as a result, those students who don't live in the area attend our Sunday school by telephone. What this means is that your child also can attend our Sunday school Call up the church, we'll give you the phone number for the Sunday school, and our teachers there will be more than happy to welcome your child. I will now read from the church manual by Mary Baker Eddy, the section entitled Testimonials. Glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's, St. Paul. Testimony in regard to the healing of the sick is highly important. More than a mere rehearsal of blessings, it scales the pinnacle of praise and illustrates the demonstration of Christ, who healeth all thy diseases. This testimony, however, shall not include a description of symptoms or of suffering, though the generic name of the disease may be indicated. Now, for everyone that gives a testimony tonight, we kindly ask that you keep it within four minutes. This will give everybody else the opportunity to share their offering. And for those who are on the teleconference, when you're ready to give a testimony, please press the star button twice on your telephone Remember, however, when you do so, we're going to be able to hear you as well as any other sounds that your telephone picks up. So please be in a quiet place. And I will call on each of you one at a time by name. 
And our meeting tonight is now open for sharing testimonies of healing through Christian science. Jeremy. Thank you very much for tonight's readings. I'm very grateful tonight for all I have learned at this church and from my practitioner about Christian science and for how practical this science is as I do my work and live my life each day. During the 2022 Christmas Eve service, I had tried to take video, but it was much too dark. So it was clear something different was going to have to be done for this year. I prayed about it and spoke to my practitioner about it a few times and then just waited on God for, for the feeling to come on what exactly to do and when to do it. As always, God guides, guards, and governs, and he made sure we had everything that was needed for a wonderful 2023 Christmas Eve candlelight service, including good cameras and lighting. I'm so grateful for all the musicians and children and readers and everyone who contributed to that night. It was my 10th Christmas Eve service since coming here, and once again, it was so beautiful. What a blessing it is to be a part of this work for God and mankind. Thank you. And now we have a testimony from Imogen in Australia. Good evening. Tonight I want to thank our holy practitioners for the pure Christian science teaching we receive freely at this church. Thank you to all the Plainfield workers for all the loving work that is given week after week through prayer, through scriptures and citations, through sermons, meetings and articles, through song and music. Oh, what you have all meant to us in our little household here in Australia. In Christian science we are taught truly that our Father Mother God is a God of tenderest love, compassion and succour, of steely strength and resolve in trial and of sublime purity, comfort, and joy. Thank you to my Plainfield practitioner for her holy prayers that have healed many things in my life over the last three years. So loving and good, and such a wonderful example of how to live the pure Christian science that Mary Baker Eddy gave to humanity. And we are taught here, as Mary Baker Eddy wrote in Science and Health, Quote, Those who discern Christian science will hold crime in check. They will aid the ejection of error. They will maintain law and order and cheerfully await the certainty of ultimate perfection. End quote. And most precious of all, we are taught here how to watch in our prayers. How to watch just as Mary Baker Eddy did for over four decades, how to send out a sweet, holy, powerful prayer of God's love to the whole world. This Christly teaching of watch prayer has been profound and has been a huge blessing to me. It was said at a round table many months ago, but it has stayed with me. The statement was along the lines that you may be the only example that some people ever see of Christianity. This has really stayed with me. All this teaching has really changed me in that I now know I must always be up to the mark. 
to always hold myself to that high standard of living pure Christian science wherever I go, whatever I think, whatever I do or say. As dear Mary Baker Eddy wrote in her Shepherd Hymn, quote, Thou wilt bind the stubborn will, wound the callous breast, make self-righteousness be still, break earth's stupid rest, end quote. Thank you also for all the loving work that went into that beautiful Christmas candlelight service. Thank you to everyone who read and to all the beautiful singers. How we love to listen to you all singing so beautifully. Thank you to our musicians for the beautiful piano, organ, violin and bells that were played. And special thanks to the little children who sang so beautifully. Glory to God in the highest. Just beautiful. My reverent thanks to God, to Christ Jesus, to Mary Baker Eddy, and to our holy practitioners at Dearest Plainfield Independent, and so much love to you all. And now we have a testimony from Izzy from England. Good evening. I'd like to send my thanks to everyone at the Plainfield Church Independent for everything you've done in 2023. I've so appreciated the broadcasts, the readings, the website, the live services and the recorded services, the testimonies, which are so helpful and so, so, so much more. I'm incredibly grateful for the wonderful practitioner who's helped me so generously and for every member who is a part of this mission. I feel this year that I've really caught a glimpse of the real meaning of Christmas and I'm so grateful for this. Partly this is due to the teachings at the amazing round tables and also being able to listen live to the Christmas Eve service this year. I'm sorry, California, but it was great to be able to not just have to listen to a recording. There is so much work going on at this church and a few weeks ago I witnessed a wonderful demonstration of one of the committees. One Saturday, I was feeding my sheep when it began to snow. At first, it was beautiful light flakes. So I left the sheep and decided to take my dogs for a long walk while the snow was fresh and it was still easy to walk. So I never listened to the weather forecast. I don't want to be a part of their doom predictions. But I've been told that all was forecast was a light dusting of snow. So as I was out walking, the snow became incredibly heavy with enormous snowflakes just pouring down from the sky. Our route home took us alongside a very busy road. Uh, this road leads to one of the main roads into the Lake District, a very popular destination, and numerous Christmas events would have been taking place. The road was packed with traffic, all at a near standstill. We're never really prepared for snow here, and even on this flat section, the amount of snow falling between one car and the vehicle in front meant the cars couldn't get the traction to move forward and were slipping around. I couldn't imagine what was happening a mile or so ahead in a very steep, hilly area, which every vehicle on that road would need to go through. Arrived safely home in this newly silent, beautiful world and started to wait for the snow to stop, but it just didn't. It just continued pouring down in enormous flakes. 
and it actually started to feel quite sinister. I began to feel really concerned for the thousands of people stuck in their cars out on the roads. So I prayed to know that God was governing and because God controls the weather, the weather is divine. I also prayed to know that my sheep were safe and would know what to do and where to go, especially my three smallest lambs born this spring, but still quite small. I knew by now the snow would be deeper than their legs were long. I reached out to Chardell at Plainfield for some support from the weather committee and they very quickly received a reply that my request had been passed to the committee. It was amazing to know that people across the world were joining me in handling this claim. The snow continued, but very soon the snowflakes became much smaller and lighter and the new snow didn't seem to be adding anything. I've no doubt this was a, res a result of prayer and it, it was amazing to witness. It was I was so grateful to see this. So at this point it was getting dark and I was then be able to turn I was then able to turn physically to helping people trapped on the roads. The village hall was opened for anyone stranded and here just became a long list of proofs of God's goodness as people poured in with food, offerings of beds and of course uh, travellers arrived um, after hours in their cars and just glad of somewhere warm. The amount of snow remained quite overwhelming but by late night it seemed to be under control. I ended up taking my dogs out again very late and I bumped into a group of young Scottish men who had just been dropped off at the village hall by the mountain rescue. We then came across an elderly lady stuck in her car, which was completely blocking the road, just in the middle of the village. She had been out on the main road and had been stuck for several hours. She was dug out by another mountain rescue team who had sent her here, only for her to get stuck trying to park. So these young men helped dig her out, they moved the car and they helped her into the hall. It was so lovely to see. We sat inside the village hall talking and one of the young men became a little agitated that they'd had this wasted journey and the day had been a disaster and they'd been they'd ended up miles from where they wanted to be. And I was able to point out to him that he was actually in the exactly the right place where he was needed to be because he and his friends had been able to help this lady. And the realisation of this gave him an obvious, immediate sense of peace. It was so good to see. In the weeks since this event, many such stories have come out of strangers helping each other. And this episode truly became an opportunity for good to rise out of an attempt of chaos and disruption. The next morning at first light, I walked up to my sheep with hay and feed, and I was beyond grateful to find them all safe and well. And it didn't take long for the snow to pretty much disappear. The chaos that was being predicted just did not happen. I'm so very grateful to the Weather Committee, to the wonderful people who give up their time to pray for our world. And it's yet another example of the amazing work going on at this church. Thank you once again to all of you at Plainfield for all that you do. I'm so grateful to be a small part of it. And I'm so looking forward to all that is to come in 2024. Happy New Year. Thank you. Candy from Wisconsin, go ahead. Good evening, everyone. Tonight, I would like to share with you my favorite Christmas present this year. I had errands to do on Friday before Christmas, and when they were done, my husband wanted to go for a ride. But I had things to do and did not really want to go. 
Earlier that day, I had been working with a statement from Exodus 14, The Lord will fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. Also the statement, All things which pertain to this day are already perfected, already arranged, and completed. From Lessons of the Seventh Day by Richard Oakes. As I thought about his request, I felt we should go for the ride. On the way home, we received an anguished call, an anguished call from my son stating that he could not find a live Christmas tree anywhere within his budget. Now, the news had been reporting about extreme shortages of trees and how expensive they were. But because of my son's schedule, he had had to wait until that Friday. We talked for several moments about places he could look the next day, but then I remembered a store not far from where we were on our ride that it had trees. When we arrived, there were six or seven trees. I inquired about them and was proudly told they were for sale and all half price. There was one beautiful tree easily within my son's budget and arrangements were made for him to pick it up the next day. Early Saturday morning, we received a text that the tree was up and his children were going to decorate it that afternoon. This was such a wonderful proof that God is in control, fighting for you and arranging your days. Thank you, Plainfield Independent Christian Science Church, for presenting me with the tools and support for living Christian science. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Elizabeth from New Hampshire, go ahead. Good evening. I would like to express my gratitude tonight for gratitude itself, a wonderful God-given quality that wells up in consciousness in the form of joy and thankfulness that sometimes mere words fall short of expressing. Webster's 1828 Dictionary puts it this way, Quote, gratitude is a virtue of the highest excellence, as it implies a feeling and generous heart and a proper sense of duty, unquote. And, quote, the love of God is the sublimest gratitude, unquote. Ever so grateful tonight for the beautiful and timely readings, for God's all-encompassing goodness, for Christ Jesus' example of love and compassion for mankind, and for Mary Baker Eddy's ceaseless striving against all odds to bring wonderful Christian science to the universe. And as always, thank you, Plainfield. Good night. Thank you. This is Bruce. And I would like to add my thanks for the readings uh, for tonight. I thought they were just marvelous. And I had a chance at home to read them before I came over to church tonight. And I thought these readings were like a perfect treatment for impatience. Because I thought about impatience and it just hit me that it's like the human mind out of control. People wanting what they want and they want to have it right now. There's certainly no God in that picture. And there's certainly every blessing if you have the poise of mind to wait on the God and let him show you. And that rules out impatience altogether. It also made me very grateful for this church because thinking back, 
I've been plagued with impatience quite a bit throughout my life. And to a large degree, a lot of it is gone, and I'm very happy for that. It reminded me of an experience I had recently where I was working on a project with somebody else, and this other person was to take it and deliver it to the person that it was for and failed to do so. And I found out about it later, and I thought, well, what am I going to do about this? And the thought came to me, unless God does it, nothing is going to be done. You'll wait patiently on him. So I kept my poise, kept my peace, and didn't lose my cool, etc. And found a way to resolve it later in an orderly way, instead of me having to have it the way I wanted it, when I wanted it. So... There's nothing lost when we wait on God, and I'm very grateful to learn that. Craig. Yeah, I also, I loved those readings they were given. They were so, you know, they were, beside calming, they were so uplifting. Because uh, we're all in God's plan, and, and, and that's the only plan that, that really is worth being part of. And that has just calmed me for the next step, which is progress. God requires. We're not just stagnant, you know, things. We, we're progressive. We are mighty, <laughs> tremendous, you know, wonderful, all of those things. But, you know, we have eternity to show forth. I'm not unhappy that I haven't shown all the beauty or wonder that I am and that each of us probably <clears throat> likewise, but we've shown some. And there's more to be done, and it's a joy to expect it and to be patient and let it unfold and to joy in that next great thing that we're part of. So I thank him for those readings to lay out the plan, God's plan. And uh, I thank Mary Baker Eddy for an argument she has, and watch for his argument, which has given me peace in my home. She has an argument for home. And every night I do it, and it has made me spiritualize my thought of my home, which, you know, it's more beautiful than I imagined. It's in mind. Our home is in mind and spiritual consciousness and the, the eternal harmony of soul. The builder maker of that home is mind. Now, all those beautiful thoughts, you know, not one bad thing in <laughs> and them. And so after a watch like that, you're going to go home, you know, you're going to go to sleep and rest and whatever we're knowing that everything is okay. And when you wake up, it's going to be okay. And then it goes on and deals with, if you're thinking about something that you need and you're not quite sure where to get it, don't worry. God's got it, you know? So, Mary Bigorati, she just answers all the questions you might have to calm, to direct, to rest everything. And it's been a really a great blessing to, to me every night, every day. And I thank uh, this church in which I founded. I'm sure I wouldn't have been able to too much with this science. Thank you. Thank you. 
Luba from Ohio. Go ahead. Good evening. I'm very grateful for Christian Science and for all that God has provided through the years. I'm also grateful for knowing that my father and I are one. This Christmas has been most joyous for my spending time with family and children and so much love to go around. I'm also very grateful for the support of my practitioner, and I'm so grateful to be here this, this evening. I'm very, very happy for that. Thank you. Thank you. Nancy from New Jersey, go ahead. Good evening. Thank you for the very beautiful readings tonight, for the music and all the testimonies. I wanted to express my gratitude for all the materials that were given in this church that enriches us in our study and practice of Christian science. Tonight, I wanted to specifically express my gratitude once again for the watch booklets that were so beautifully compiled by Linda that are filled with healing statements of truth and prayers to watch with. I find them extremely helpful, and I use them daily. I'm also grateful that they were, they're so easily accessible to us on our website so that we have access to them no matter where we are. I am also very grateful for the Love is the Liberator magazine and all the archived issues where we can search for specific issues to help us handle such things as animal magnetism, employment problems, government, weather, fear, forgiveness, just to name a few. I don't think there's anything that you cannot find in one of the issues. They are truly a labor of love, as is everything that is done and given to us in this church. I feel so blessed by the abundance of materials made available to us on our website for our roundtables that, that feed us, <laughs> for our Bible studies and our Wednesday meetings and Sunday services. I'm so grateful for Mrs. Eddy's pure Christian science that is taught and practiced here in Plainfield. I'm so very grateful to my practitioner for her steadfast, loving support and teachings. And I am grateful to all the workers in this church for the dedication and their tireless work and all that they do to bring this healing science to the world. Thank you very much. Thank you. Mishaela from Canada, go ahead. Good evening. A couple of weeks ago, I gave a testimony how the visit of my mom a few months ago had developed harmoniously through practitioner health. Today, I want to give an example. One time during this visit, in my regular phone call with my practitioner, I told her that my mom at times is very harsh towards me and that this affects me emotionally very much. And I'm, I'm not, um, I don't know how to deal with that. My practitioner told me that we need to love the unlovable. This hit a nail, and I thought, what right do I have to complain about another person's harshness when Jesus 
at the cross said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus had to endure much more and was still um, loving his enemies. This had an immediate effect on me that afternoon, and I felt suddenly much more forgiving and loving. My mom and I had planned to go shopping for gifts that she would take home. The whole afternoon and evening, I felt a sweet and tender love towards her. I felt in tune with an unconditional love that must be divine. I can't remember a time when we spent time together so harmoniously. Then at this afternoon, after I heard from my practitioner, love the unlovable. I feel that this was a moment of divine consciousness as Gary read today and a foretaste of eternity. I loved the readings today, Gary. They were so timely with the new year approaching and give a, a taste of the relativity of time. I always like to hear in the Bible how old people or the, the Bible reports on how many years people have lived. I am forever grateful for Christ Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, and my practitioner for helping me to experience moments of divine consciousness. Have a good night. Thank you. Tony or Lenny from North Carolina, go ahead. Hi, thank you, Gary. Thank you for the readings tonight on the amazing creation, which is eternity. I want to give my gratitude for uh, two or three things that have worked out quite nicely as a result of um, some of the work I was dealing with uh, my practitioner here at the church. Um, I had I had shared with her that I was really struggling at work. I had um, I've been charged with opening up a, a new division, and although I had done some great work in terms of uh, sales and marketing and a lot of content that I was creating, I really wasn't um, getting the traction I wanted. I wasn't really attracting the um, the clients. There was <clears throat> there's always something that was happening, but but there was a lot of good work that was being done, and I was working with the practitioner and um, really encouraged me to continue just to trust, to trust in God, that God was, God was the, the one mind, was, was directing my activity, directing the activities of others. So I, I pushed on, and about, uh, about a month and a half ago, maybe two months or so, <clears throat> my boss came to me and said um, he wanted me to leave leave this uh, smaller division that I was in, and he wanted to put me over a much larger uh, job inside the, the larger company. 
And he said he wanted to do that because he saw the work that I had done in the other area. And so while I was struggling to try to open up um, opportunity, really what it was doing was more just showing him that I was capable of running marketing for the whole company. And so, again, the Lord works in mysterious ways. Um, I was Here I was thinking that I was not being successful, but yet, in his eyes, I, I was being successful. And so now I'm, in, I'm, I'm embarking on a, a totally new career. It's totally energized me, and I'm, I'm grateful for that uh, support that I received from uh, my practitioner on, on numerous occasions. And my wife testified to this last week, so I won't go into any detail, but we, um, after many long months, we have found a home. Um, and again, I was told to trust and be patient. I think be, be patient was the most important thing that the practitioner, um, emphasized to me. And I told my boss that we had bought a house in this, a certain city and uh, he had just returned from being out of town for many months. I hadn't spoken with him really at any length. And I, he said, you're moving to such and such city? I said, yes, that's exactly where we're moving. And he says, well, um, I didn't tell you this, but we're building an office there, and we'd be happy to have you in that office. And I told my wife, and it was just like the, the total cherry on top of, um, uh, again, God working in mysterious ways. And um, I'm just eternally grateful for all the good that has come and very grateful that I was led back to, to Plainfield. Um, Christian Science and the, the works of Mary Baker Eddy have really, really come to life uh, these past uh, 12 months for me. And I'm very grateful for that. Thank you all. Thank you. Mary. Good evening, everyone. Um, tonight I'll start off with these were some comments on the candlelight service that were on the YouTube. I'm not sure where all of them came from, but some came from Australia, Costa Rica, Hungary, Mexico, and other places. Um, thank you for this beautiful candlelight service honoring Christ Jesus. Thank you for the holy readings, beautiful singing, and playing in worship and fellowship. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you all, and a happy and holy Christmas. It is so good to hear the children. I love hearing and listening to this most beautiful, excellent service. Thank you. And another beautiful voice is singing and praising precious God. Truly beautiful singing, good service. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for all the love you put into preparing this beautiful service, lovely singing, a great gift of Christmas carols. Blessed and holy, blessed and holy, blessed and holy. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm so grateful that I can listen and hear this anytime. Wow, John, very courageous to take on Ave Maria. You did very well and thank you. A blessed Christmas time to all dear Plainfield Christian Science Church members in Plainfield and across the earth from Andrea and Hungary. Nice to watch the videos with a few more singers. So much emotion in these melodies with memories. 
And then the last, very full of the Christmas spirit, the children's voices added much charm and a feeling of family. And then um, this was a note and a Christmas card from Florida. Dear friends, thank you for the many worldwide services you provide online. So often I happen to tune in and get the perfect message to break the mesmerism as Merrick hold on me. I have to laugh and the gloom dissipates like a sunlit cloud fading into the light. My husband and I were celebrating our wedding anniversary in St. Augustine, Florida in October. I thought I saw a tiny speck on top of a 208-foot great cross. When my camera lens scaled the sunlit beams, what joy to discover it was a majestic bald eagle crowning the cross. Wow! And to think I couldn't see it all in 2017 for three months. God is love. And thanks to Mrs. Eddy, I understand my true identity as a child of God, spirit and not material. God is good all the time. Thank you again for all you do. And she did send us a picture, a postcard of that eagle on top of the beautiful cross. And then this is Hawaii. Aloha and happiest Christmas. My heart overflows with gratitude and love to all at Plainfield for your selfless commitment to sharing, teaching, coaxing, and yes, commanding the clear vision of Mary Baker Eddy, Christ Jesus, and the Bible to be realized and demonstrated. What a gift. And then the last from Kenya. We would like to wish you all a very happy new year. Our hearts go out to you and, and all others at Plainfield with warm gratitude for all you do so joyously and enthusiastically. The Christmas candlelight service was so lovely and delightful. Um, I'm so grateful for the dear reading of Three Wise Men, beautiful reading of it, and the playing of the bells, and Darius with his excellent violin playing. They did so very well. And please thank all the singers so much for their wonderful singing and much love. So I, I did want to thank all of you. There are so many of you who sent us beautiful Christmas cards and other wishes and gifts and things. We're very grateful for everyone. And um, the pretty cards will be put up on our bulletin board for everyone to appreciate. So, and yes, what a lovely way to spend this evening listening to these readings about eternity as God's measurement of soul-filled years. I've always loved that statement from Mrs. Eddy, and uh, it does. We need to know we are living a deathless life. We go on forever, the road of eternal life, where there's no sense of death, as Mrs. Eddy says. So we look forward to a, a wonderful new year with you all, and I thank you all for your beautiful testimonies tonight and for all the love that you expressed to, to us, and we love you all so very much, and have a good night. Thank you. To close our meeting, Linda, will you please announce the last hymn? Hymn number 238. I'll read the fourth verse. Henceforth my heart shall sigh no more for olden time and holier shore. God's love and blessing then and there 
are now and here and everywhere. Hymn number 238. 